Welcome to I'm a Person, You're a Person. I'm your host, Nick Strack, relational parenting coach and mischief maker extraordinaire. This show is for anyone who wants to expand their understandings of responsibility and relating, particularly in parent-child relationships. The relationships I'll refer to the most often on this show are the ones I have with myself. Hi, hello. With my five-year-old kiddo, Unicorn. Hello. And with my partner of over 13 years, Eric. Oh, hello. Alrighty, on with the show. Hey, y'all. I've decided to do a video and audio podcast today. It's just me, but I'm going to play with this. So I probably won't look at the video very often because I don't like to do that when I'm speaking, but I just wanted to do this so y'all could see my face if you want to. So highs, hi, hi, highs. Uh, it is Wednesday, December 8th. 2021. And I'm recording this after what I would qualify as being a pretty qualify, I would judge as a pretty wild month. Um, Pretty wild. So on November 7th, I started my last period. That's when I started menstruating. A couple days later, I had a dream about becoming that a friend of mine had found out she was pregnant. And then I woke up wondering if I wanted to be pregnant again and if I wanted to go after creating and raising another human. About a day later, well, I knew that same day that I had a yes for it. And about a day later, Eric also had a yes for it. And so we decided to go forth and procreate and see what nature had in store for us. So a week later, I was ovulating, and Eric and I were doing the baby-making thing, and I could feel like when my egg dropped, (laughs) so to speak, I could feel like a pinch on that Thursday after my period ended. And then another week later, I felt these feelings in my body that felt like implantation, like there were cramps. Um, and they were just different than any other cramps that I'd had. And it was so far from when my period would usually start that I was like, these really feel like implantation cramps. And after that, I started to feel tired. I was napping a lot that week. Um, I was starting to feel more hungry already, which is interesting because I don't remember feeling any of these changes the last time I got pregnant, but also the last time I got pregnant, I was not very in tune with my body or my energy. So I started to feel more hungry. I started to feel more tired. Um, I was noticing some like backache and other crampy things. But again, it didn't feel like like menstruation cramps. It felt different in kind. And um, then I started to get a headache. And I had a headache for like four or five days. And I was like, this must be pregnancy. Like this must be pregnancy. I've seen headaches associated with the hormone changes, backaches and cramps associated with the uterus changing, getting ready to house this baby and stuff, and all of these different physical sensations that I was experiencing all seemed to line up with pregnancy. And yet, 
when I would take a pregnancy test, it came back negative. And I think I took six, y'all. Like I was really um, wanting to confirm something outside. I wanted something outside of my body to confirm what I was feeling inside of my body. Confirm or even like validate what I was feeling because I was like, what is this? I feel pregnant and this stick keeps telling me no, keeps telling me no. So then fast forward to December 6th, which was two days ago. um, In the evening, I went to the bathroom and after peeing and wiping, I saw some blood on the toilet paper. And that was the day that I had expected to start menstruating. And I was like, oh, dang, Um, perhaps I'm not pregnant. But like it just – I feel so pregnant. So what is this? Like I still was like maybe this is pregnancy spotting. Like really just having such a – I was having one physical experience inside my body and then outside of my body with the pregnancy tests coming back negative it like clashed with what I was feeling was true inside of me. So went to sleep on Monday night, not sure how much blood was going to accumulate because I saw there's a difference between pregnancy spotting and an actual like menstruation. The amount of blood is different. And then yesterday I woke up and I was bleeding a lot, like more than I normally ever bleed during any of my cycles. Um, So then I was like, okay, so I'm definitely not pregnant, but what is this? Like what is happening in my body now? Because there's so much blood. I'm actually quite concerned about this amount of blood. And so I went to see my doctor. I was so grateful that she was available for me to go see her. And in the end, we've concluded that what probably happened was I did have a fertilized egg it did start to implant. And so my uterus lining started to thicken uh, more so than it usually does because it thought that there was going to be a baby there. And then the cells though didn't take for some whatever, who knows, reason. And so it's not called early pregnancy loss or miscarriage, but it's just like a really massive period as the extra thick uterus sheds because those cells were not destined to turn into a baby. So that whole experience was so wild, so wild for me. And something that I was reflecting on this morning was how much I have a habit. I'll call it a habit because I don't really consider it to be like a conscious decision-making thing. It's more of like a an, a habit that I've done for a long time. How much I have a habit of seeking external validation for what I have going on internally. So in this case, knowing that I felt pregnant and the tests not saying that I was and having this real hard time with it, like really... I don't know how to describe it. I was just like, in the past, I probably would have just been like, okay, well, I must be making it up because the test says I'm not pregnant, so I must not be pregnant. But this time, because I've really cultivated such a closer, more attuned relationship with my body, I was really like, I really feel pregnant. 
And like it was almost like the more negative tests I got, the more pregnant I thought that I was. I was like, okay, well, this must just be one of those scenarios where my hormones are taking longer to ramp up than the actual urine test can measure. So, okay, it's fine. Whatever. Maybe I'll get a maybe I'll get a positive tomorrow, but at some point I'll definitely get a positive. Okay, and then I started to bleed and then it was this like torrential downpour and amidst all of that, it was just interesting for me to reflect on my relationship with myself, with what I decide to know, and with seeking something or someone outside of me to validate what I have on the inside. It's been really interesting. Um, So I just wanted to share about that a bit, like to expand on it here more in this episode today. Because I don't think I'm the only one who does this. (laughs) And this is not the only situation in which I do it. And I was thinking about how there have been several times this year that I have had some big, by my definition, big, revelation about myself, something about my relationship with myself or something about a habit that I've done for a long time or like an awareness that I didn't have that I then gained, like something that I recognized in, I think it was about May, May or so of this year, uh, was something that I recognized (laughs) was the the degree to which I used to unconsciously catastrophize in an instant, like just immediately as soon as I thought that something could lead to something catastrophic, I had already played it out in my head. And then I would respond to this imagined, like to this imagined story in my head as if it were true. One thing that I can think of is like we have tiles on the floor in our bathroom and Uni sometimes will like lean forward on the toilet while she's using the toilet and I would be like so anxious about her falling off and cracking her head on the floor and I'd like already imagined this whole like scene of how it would look if that had happened and so I would be asking her to sit back on the toilet not from a place of like hey you might fall off but from this place of like I've already seen you fall off and crack your head and have it bleeding on the ground kind of a thing. And I didn't even, it took me until May of this year and I was high on cannabis at the time. So I think it was a combination of like time plus cannabis plus my own capacity to observe my experience. It took me until then to to be able to notice, oh, I've done this for decades, like literally decades. I remember doing this when I was like four years old, um, sleeping over at one of my uncle's houses in India and there was a ceiling fan and I was terrified that the ceiling fan was going to fall down on me. And so it took me like forever to fall asleep. And like there, there was no time between there's a ceiling fan, it might fall and it will fall. It was just like, it will fall. And as I've gotten older, I've sometimes been able to be like, okay, well, that's 
probably not going to happen, but I still think that's – I would often still think that was like the most likely thing that would happen in my catastrophizing. And so in this recognizing that I've had this pattern of catastrophizing for a long time, I immediately was seeking external validation from someone, from my therapist, from some other therapist that I had seen. Like someone tell me that this is that this is like an okay thing to do or that there's nothing deeply wrong with me or that there that what I'm experiencing is true for me or like maybe I need to prove it to you. Like I have to somehow prove that this is something that's real for me. And like there's this real frenetic energy that I've had around different revelations similar to that one. Not similar in the nature of the revelation, but in terms of the bigness of it where I recognize an experience that I've had or a habit that I've done for decades. And then as soon as I become aware of it, I want to prove to other people that this is a real thing that I'm experiencing. And so this whole seeking external validation and wanting to prove that what I have is true and valid is such like a it's such a human thing to do i believe that this is like i'm not shaming myself for doing it or anything in any way um but also like it is such a debilitating thing to do it is such an incredible suck of my time and energy and mental capacity because I'm spending all this time in my brain trying to explain things and prove what I have to people or going around trying to think that I need to justify my truth. And it just gets exhausting. It gets exhausting. And this recent experience of definitely feeling pregnant and then urine tests coming back no and then having this huge period to me the huge period confirms that I was on my way and that I was at that early 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 stage of whatever it would be called call it pregnant don't call it pregnant that's fine I don't mind the lingo but basically there were definitely different things happening in my body that aligned with moving toward pregnancy and I really had an opportunity to observe how quickly I can seek that external validation to tell me that what I already know is true. And so even in that wording that I just used, that what I already know is true, like when I decide to know something, then it's not really subject to doubt. And so it's more what I believed, what I thought what I imagined um, to be true, but there was still distance between the thoughts and my truth. Yeah. So I don't know if any of this made any sense, uh, but I wanted to riff on it for y'all today. So I did. And now I feel complete on that for now. I will definitely have other stuff that I'll be sharing along the way. And for anybody who is listening to my podcast, 
Um, I have been sharing a lot of my stories, or yes, I guess my stories of this experience of going through trying to get pregnant and such uh, in my Instagram stories. And I have been thoroughly enjoying, oh my gosh, too many words in a row. (laughs) I have been thoroughly enjoying storytelling in my Instagram stories (laughs) and engaging with folks there. It's been really fun for me. And I'm super glad that I decided to do it. And part of what I'm up to in sharing my story is destigmatizing some of the stuff that exists around what people are supposed to or not supposed to share around trying to conceive, being pregnant, miscarrying, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just have a want to really normalize talking about it for anybody who wants to talk about it. Because so for me, it's not like I don't want to talk about it, but I'm talking about it to normalize it. It's I want to talk about it. And perhaps a consequence of me talking about it will be to normalize it even for the folks who decide to watch my stories. Who knows what the global impact of this will be. But in my little corner of the world, I am super enjoying getting to engage with folks around what I'm sharing and then learning more about their stories as they share in their comments to my stories about what they've experienced. So it's been a really beautiful, a beautiful time. So I'll leave you all with that. Please reach out if you want to. I'm at Nick Strack on Instagram and Nick at Nick Strack is, no, Nick at NickStrack.com is my email address. <laughs> I'd love to hear from y'all. And if you have any questions or comments or thoughts or anything on this episode or any of the others, I'd love to hear. So thanks. Bye.